We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. John Heyman, insider for Odyssey Sports, New York Post columnist and MLB Network. Chicago is watching carefully, no question about it. Co-host of the Big Time Baseball Podcast. Crazy free agency. You're right, it was really a lot of fun, I think, for all the fans. Maybe not as much fun for me and Ken Rosenthal and Joel Sherman and Jeff Passan. (laughs) Curb your enthusiasm, enthusiast. You hate people. Well, I hate people individually, but I love mankind. John Heyman with Mully and Haw. I like the White Sox. You never know with the Cubs. On 670 The Score. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Joining the show is Odyssey MLB insider John Heyman. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. Get access to data and insights the sports books don't want you to see. Bet smarter. Beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com. Today, John is also the host of the Odyssey original podcast, Big Time Baseball, with Cody Decker and Tony Gwynn Jr. covering the entire Major League Baseball landscape. And he joins us now on the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. John, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good. We are hanging in there, and uh, I know you're at Yankees camp right now, so you're in Florida. You're in, a, in the Grapefruit League. Um, we are uh, kind of monitoring all of the World Baseball Classic stuff, who's going where and when they're going to get going. I was surprised yesterday as I watched the Cubs take on Team Canada that none of the new rules are going to apply, right? I thought we had agreed that there were new rules to baseball and that the shift was banned, and it was just weird that those rules will not yet apply to the World Baseball Classic. Yeah, that, those rules are, are for this country, for Major League Baseball. I guess we couldn't convince all the other countries to, to abide by the rules. The players are pretty particular about uh, particularly the time clock. That That's really been the issue at this point. We'll see about the banning of the shift and all the other rules, how that will change the game. But uh, it's certainly been a major adjustment for a lot of these guys. I mean, Xander Bogart was out in the game in Arizona about a week ago, and uh, he was rushing to catch a plane uh, to go meet his Netherlands team, and yet he was called for a time violation. So he wasn't rushing enough. Uh, I think a lot of these guys are really going to have to adjust, particularly the Boston Red Sox, because they are used to – playing at a very, very slow pace. I saw the betting line says the White Sox 
are going to have the most violations. I, I'm not going with that. It's, it's the Red Sox. They John, are the worst. John, what is the right way, do you think, you would advise people to watch the World Baseball Classic? Because I think part of me is like, oh, this is great drama, and you're seeing Otani doing everything for Team Japan, and you're seeing your favorite player wherever, and certainly with the White Sox have, having two players on Team Cuba, it's interesting. But at the same time, you watch it, and you have this anxiety over, okay, don't get hurt. Just don't get hurt. So what is the right way to watch this over the next couple of weeks? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I got to say, uh, uh, you're right about that. A lot of these teams are missing 10, 12, I, even with a team that's missing 15 players. I'm with the Yankees. I don't know whether it's they really discourage their guys or what, but only three guys have uh, left Yankee camp uh, to go play. Uh, it's certainly a concern, particularly for the pitchers, the injuries. I mean, uh, you know, Carlos Martinez, I can recall him in a WBC game throwing 101 miles an hour. And, you know, uh, he certainly had injuries after that. We don't know if it's related or what. We saw Tani this morning throwing 100. You know, I mean, he's uh, he's one of a kind. Uh, you know, maybe he can do it. But, uh, you know, I can't really blame uh, Cease and uh, DeGrom and uh, Verlander, Scherzer, all the uh, American pitchers for passing on the World Baseball Classic. We will see some of the great major league pitchers in the World Baseball Classic. Urias, obviously Otani, Alcantara, but uh, none of the U.S. guys. You look at that U.S. lineup, you think they're unbeatable with a batting champion batting ninth and superstars up and down that lineup. But, uh, you know, I wonder if they have the pitching to win. And, uh, you know, it's certainly a a concern and understandable why most of our top pitchers have passed on this. You know, I I think what's interesting to me about the the idea of it is my fear that guys leave camp, they go start playing, and I know that you just said not tons of pitchers involved, but they go and they and all of a sudden, you know, they're not they don't need eight seconds to get ready. They don't. I just don't want them to fall out of whatever ground they've gained. I'm talking about <laughs> Yohan Moncada and Luis Robert more than anyone else. Well, I mean, you know, there are guys, but uh, Machado was the first guy to have a violation. He right. started with an 0-1 count, still singled. And, you know, I was in another camp when we were watching that game. And, you know, I think they said, well, you know, Machado later said that I'm going to start with a lot, of, a lot of 0-1 counts. But as someone pointed out, it's not going to matter that much to Machado. So he'll be fine <laughs> with the 0-1 counts. But, you know, I, I think guys will adjust. For the major league season, uh, there will be violations. Uh, I think there's been an average of two a game right now. I think that will get down. And uh, you know, I, I just is gonna, I'm going to defend this to the hilt because I write on deadlines, and it's certainly a lot <laughs> better for all of us in the media. Not just because we want shorter games and we don't like the games, but we have to make the deadlines. And uh, I do think we're trimming the fat out of the game, and it'll be a better game. John, I'm curious what the national perspective is on what the White Sox uh, did in terms of how they handled the Mike Clevenger situation, issuing no statement after Major League Baseball f- had uh, no discipline for Mike Clevenger at the conclusion of their investigation, and, and just what you think in terms of how long this will linger as a distraction, or on Saturday when he takes the mound, is that the end of it? You know, I, I think that's the end of it. You know, uh, there's no punishment, so I don't think we can – Assume there's any uh, anything negative there. I mean, certainly, uh, you know, certainly there was a dispute, and we know that. 
And uh, beyond that, I, I, you know, at this point, I would say I, I can't blame them for not issuing a statement. Um, it's really like it didn't happen. You know, they've been MLB's investigated, as we know, tens of these situations, and it's rare when someone gets no discipline. I think we got no discipline. Not to say it means somebody's innocent for sure, but if there's not, not enough proof, you know, we we consider them innocent in this country. So. Uh, you know, I think people should probably move on, you know, unless something else comes out. Uh, I, th- I think at this point it's fine they issued no statement, and uh, I think it's fair to move on. So, uh, John, when I uh, think about what happened yesterday for the White Sox, Dylan Cease got hammered. I mean, he got hammered, and he threw like 23 pitches in the first inning, gave up a grand slam, left the game. And then he came back out for the second inning, and I think he wound up with two outs in two innings um, of work, and uh, and he um, he gave up eleven runs or something. And I, I I we were talking about it this morning, and I said to David, "You never know what guys are working on. You never know what they're trying to do. It's the exhibition season; none of it counts." And I know Carlos Rodon got beaten up pretty good with his debut with the Yankees. Again, I don't think you hit a panic button. But you do notice, I mean, especially for a guy like Rodan, who's, who's moved there and now is going to be uh, a part of things there. It's different, I guess, with your own guy. But isn't it, is it, is it any reason for concern if anything goes awry uh, with uh, a first start or with any start in the exhibition season? Yeah, I think it's probably a little early for concern. If, if Cease had that start, you know, and we're a week away, I would say there's a concern. I, I would say March 10th is around the cutoff point where guys try to start getting some outs. I we saw Cole here where I am, and he looked fabulous already. And, you know, some guys, um, you know, want to come in and, and pitch their best right away. I, Jimmy Keo, I covered for years a long time ago. He never gave up any runs in spring training, so it seemed like. Anyway, but I don't think it matters much at this point. And I would discount stats in Arizona where the ball flies, too. So uh, I wouldn't be too concerned. Uh, the thing with Rodon uh, is, you know, he, the velocity was also not great in 93. So, and they also just signed him for $162 million. So, uh, you know, I might be a little more concerned with the Yankees for that. But the actual stats, I wouldn't worry about it until we get past March 10th. So, John, does that mean ignore the Cubs' seven-game winning streak? Or can we get excited about it's that? It's eight games oh, if you count games. Team right. Canada. Now it's eight. <laughs> no, you guys can have fun with it. But in terms of uh, the relevance of it, uh, yes, I would ignore it. Uh, you know, there are a lot of times that – I wouldn't count spring training stats, although I, I wouldn't be concerned about the Marlins who have won one game here. I didn't see their result against uh, Team Israel, but I, I would hope they won that game. Uh, of course, I am rooting for Team Israel generally, but uh, wouldn't expect them to give a major league team much of a game. I didn't see the result. But, uh, you know, if a team goes one in something, I might be a little concerned. But I, I generally would not count spring training records for much. See, I, I, I'm going to go the other way on that one because what's happened with the Cubs is they threw a no-hitter. They're getting these great young pitching performances from some guys you never heard of, but guys in the system that you expected good things. I think that, I think that it's a positive for the Cubs because it just emphasizes how good their young pitching is. 
Yeah, I, know, I mean, another positive for the Cubs is the way they finished last year. At a, you know, yeah. they seemed to be – I mean, they were done, and they played their hearts out for the final two months. So, you know, I think their manager, Ross, did a great job with them, and I love their offseason. They added some great pieces. Tyone is going to help. Swanson, I mean, the guy wants to win. When I was on Cubs camp, he told me basically that he had reservations about going to the Cubs because – He's one of those guys like Derek Jeter who really basically only cares about winning, nothing else. And he's not interested in going to Chicago, even though it's probably the best city in the country, at least in my opinion, and has the best pizza and the best hot dogs, and it's awesome and beautiful and all that. And uh, he doesn't care at all about it. He only wants to win. And uh, basically said, to tell the truth, I, I wasn't sure this was the right place for me, but he became convinced and when, when I saw him, he was happy that he made that decision. I think they did great work in the winter. They had a great finish last year. And, I mean, certainly it doesn't hurt that they're getting good, good performances from young guys in, in spring camp. And, uh, you know, their signs are positive for the Cubs. So, um, you know, I, I guess I, I'm, I'm with you overall. But the actual team record, I, I, I still don't give it much credence. What other takeaways did you get from Cubs camp, John? Because a lot of things are going positively besides just the winning streak. You see some isolated uh, veterans having good camps, and Cody Bellinger comes to mind. He's somebody that uh, hit his first home run, I I believe, uh, yesterday, and he's somebody that could get a lot of uh, opportunities along with Trey Mancini, Hosmer. This is is an interesting bunch of veterans who are on prove-it deals with a lot to prove. Yeah, first of all, they brought in great guys. I mean, Mancini, Hosmer, I mean, Tyone, some of the nicest guys in the game. So that, that's great. That doesn't necessarily help you win, but that's great. One thing that Tyone mentioned to me at Bellinger, and I never found Bellinger to interview him. I interviewed all the other new guys who are key guys. He was He's always working. According to Tyone, he's the first one there, and he's a very serious guy. He said, if you look at his I don't know, social media page or Instagram, he looks like a goofball, basically. He said something like that. But he is the most serious guy, the most, uh, the guy who is most focused on improving and, uh, you know, and certainly in his case, getting back to where he was. I mean, we're talking about a guy who was an MVP. So, you know, you always like a one-year signing. Uh, but in this case, you know, the upside is huge. If he can get anywhere close to that, uh, that's going to be a major bargain. It, you know, it's interesting looking at what Cody Bellinger is is doing versus Jason Hayward kind of taking his spot in uh, in Dodgers camp, and and all of a sudden he's improved significantly, at least according to Freddie Freeman, and making a run at a roster spot. Maybe with Gavin Lux, maybe they're moving guys around. Maybe that's part of it. But what what have you seen of that story? That's pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, I saw Hayward hit a home run against the lefty Heaney uh, out there when I was there, and basically somebody on the Dodgers told me that Hayward is making the team, barring injury, wow. he's on the team. And I don't think it's related to Lux. I think, they, uh, in fact, that was, I think, before Lux uh, got hurt. So, uh, you know, it's a great story. I mean, he certainly looked, you know, pretty close to done at the end there. Uh, with the Cubs, but uh, you never know. Guys can come back. He certainly had it in him at one time. He's in fabulous shape, as always, and, uh, you know, maybe it helps to be around Lockery next to Freeman, at least in spring training, and be around Betts and all those guys. Maybe it's a plus, but 
my understanding is they're, they're planning to put him on the team. John, just curious, who'd you pick for the World Baseball Classic? Did you have to make a pick? I didn't have to make a pick, but uh, that Dominican team looks pretty good to me. I mean, we'd like to go with Team U.S. They have the best uh, lineup, but, uh, you know, pitching is, you know, some people think it's more than half the game, but it's certainly at least half the game. And, uh, you know, I give the pitchers who are doing it, uh, Wayne Wright and Singer and the other guys, the relief staff looks pretty good. Uh, credit for doing it for Team U.S., so I don't want to knock them, but, uh, you know, I think the fact that you don't have DeGrom and Scherzer and Cease uh, when he's at his best and all that, uh, you know, makes U.S. not the obvious favorite. Uh, Marcus Stroman's pitching for Puerto Rico. I believe in the past he's pitched for the U.S., but he's switched countries. <laughs> a man without a country. <laughs> yeah, there. I don't know what the rules are. Like yeah. yeah, I mean, there are Yankees who, who turned down two countries. Trevino turned down uh, U.S. and Mexico. So, uh, you know, uh, there's certainly guys who qualify for more than one country. St. Louis was uh, the Cardinals camp. They've got a guy for Team Italy. They've got uh, they've got a guy in J- uh, Japan. I think it's Newtbar. I think is playing for Japan. They've got uh, uh, Canada, O'Neill, uh, you know, and of course U.S. They've got Wayne Wright and and uh, and uh, Lance Lynn. Goldschmidt. Don't forget Matt Mervis on Team Israel. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Mervis, I love Team Israel. So uh, <laughs> yeah, good for Matt Mervis. I like to see that. I was disappointed Bregman was in Astros camp when I was there. Uh, a couple days ago, he won't be playing uh, for Team Israel, but uh, you never know. They may, they, they could surprise Harrison Bader. I saw yesterday he's not playing for Team Israel. Team could be pretty good, but, uh, you know, uh, they're missing a I, few key pieces. I think I read that he's the perfect Yankee, John. <laughs> that is right. He's he in the, the New York Post. Yeah. Like, I mean, look, the guy who basically doesn't do much in the regular season is fantastic in October. That's what you look for. Uh, if you're a Yankee, because you, you know they'll be in the playoffs anyway. So it doesn't matter. The regular season, you know, at least the way they think about it, doesn't matter. But uh, they haven't talked to him about a new contract yet. He's a free agent after the year. So we shall see what happens with that. Uh, they got a kid, Jason Dominguez, who looks pretty good. Uh, he's probably at least a year away, though. And, uh, you know, maybe that's the reason they haven't talked to Bader. But, you know, Bader's a fantastic defensive player a very very confident young man and uh, he's a new yorker so uh he belongs with the yankees great stuff john really appreciate your time as always thanks john all right great talking guys see you later see you buddy that is john Heyman. t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.